Hello and welcome to our Bertie and Paul podcast. I'm joined this evening by Hendo. How you doing, Hendo? Good evening, Paul, and good evening, listeners. Hope you're all well. Yeah, we just thought we'd. I think we'd we sort of text message about it on the Tuesday and thought to ourselves, right, let's let's have a wee look at the the, the Aberdeen game. Uh, and yeah, so we got together. Let's see if we can give it some justice, but. Uh, I think we all went to bed on Tuesday night with Hendo's 13, just won 13 games and won the league. <laughs> all I could think about the next day, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Don't say things like that, man. You were so confident, and I was like, oh. So, on our first one of the 13 games, we got a win in Aberdeen, but I think it threw up a lot of things in my my head that I'm not too happy about. Uh, and it, you know, about Celtic just now. Uh, what did you think about it first of all it was a great game first of all forget about me being pessimistic it was a great game of football yeah. it was great yeah I think this season before you know win, win or lose the league mm-hmm. this season has definitely brought back a, a level of excitement that you know let's be honest completely evaporated and disintegrated last season and even at the beginning of this season I think everyone was strapping themselves in for a a bumpy ride um, so the game itself was another great advert for you know the Scottish game and the entertainment that we serve up uh, on a Wednesday night even though you know it wasn't broadcast by our our, our league's televised sponsor uh, who shall who won't get a plug on this podcast for, for, for that very reason um, so what did you watch then did you watch the Aberdeen boys or did you watch the Celtics? Yeah, so I, I went on to uh, one of the, the streaming sites that we won't advertise either. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was the, an Aberdeen commentary team. It's good, weren't they? They were good. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure who the lead commentator was, but it was Willie Miller was the, the kind of co-commentator slash analyst. Um, was so it I, Willie? I thought, okay. Yeah, uh, mm. I thought it was a good game. Um, I think, you know, the league's in a great position now. Uh, very exciting. No, no margin for error at all. Um, and you know the position at the moment is, you know, it's potentially going to be interchangeable between us and Rangers until we play again. Uh, only at that point could we potentially, you know, increase the increase a gap. But I mean, that's so far, so far down the line. But before you play them again, there's a lot, a lot of football to be played. So, um, yeah, not a exciting stuff um, and you know TikTok 12 to go well see the thing is I think last night showed a lot more a lot more to be worried about than to be happy about I know I'm being a bit pessimistic but the fact is Celtic played really well in the first half and they scored two goals the first goal if you look at the game the year, the, the, the last Aberdeen game is near enough a carbon copy the ball comes in Keogh scored the chest the back post to Bittodri. It's the same idea and lovely sort of interplay between O'Reilly and Abada, which is really nice to see. And uh, yeah, just that sort of fluid sort of football. But the and and then actually, did you see that was the thing that I seen on the Celtic TV this morning? The the other viewer, did you see Jota? He's after yeah, it celebrating, yeah, taking a golf swing. Yeah, then he hits the golf ball up and Hart saves it, catches the ball. That's what he was doing, so I thought that was kind of nice. You know what I mean? I like all that sort of stuff. I used to like a wee bit of 
I mean, just a wee, a wee bit of, you know, I mean, they're just having a laugh, they're young boys, you know, you forget that. So that was that was lovely. I thought Mieda was playing really well in the link up. I'm, am I not sold on him yet? I'm not sure. Is that out and out striker? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm reserving my judgment on him, and I'll tell you the reason why later. But yeah, I think we may get a wee bit carried away. Sometimes he kind of went to the ground a wee bit earlier. But his link up playing the first half was lovely. But you're always <laughs> looking for a wee bit more end product. So from that, and then O'Reilly, who said he wanted to get his goal, played really well, and he, he got his goal. You know, he, he came inside that ball, came and made. I got that lovely touchdown. I think it was at Ralston put it in. And yeah. uh, Taylor was a row. He's back in the team. Yeah, uh, Taylor played well. I thought for patches, but we'll talk about that as well. And then, yeah, it was a it was goal, and you're two nothing up. And Maui and my when I when I when I, when I went to sit on the spin bike, Kendall. <laughs> to watch the second half, I thought to myself, we really should have got a third goal. And uh, there is reasons behind that because I think Aberdeen kind of pressed the buttons they had to press and probably should have went a wee bit harder at us, you know what I mean? So at that stage, it was just a lovely game in Patodre, nice tippy tappy football, moving the ball around. Brown wasn't anywhere near us. Uh, Ferguson, he sort of disappeared. He was trying to get to Atati, but Atati was just—he was quite good. Atati was up for him, you know what I mean? There was good, good sort of stuff like that. Celtic was playing the ball, but trying to be league champions, you're two nothing up away, and you're still not. I still wasn't confident. Were you confident, or what did you? Again, I, maybe I'm just a bit. And this so isn't think, this isn't hindsight. I, I was saying this at the time, you know what I mean? So I think the the thing that was noticeable to me. And the last kind of full game I was at was the Rangers game. You know, blew them away first half. But second half, you know, Rangers had more of the ball. Was it, you know, quality possession, etc.? Not so much, but, you know, we didn't we didn't come out firing at the same level in the second half in that game uh, as we did in the first. Mm-hmm. And I felt it was similar in this Aberdeen game in that when we came out after half-time, um, we we weren't on the front foot again and we weren't ready to, you know, explode for the first 10, 15 minutes and put the game to bed. Um, we, we let Aberdeen back into the game, um, you know, because the goal was coming. It wasn't like it came against the run of play. No, not at all. A few, a few balls uh, across the face of goal and, you know... They, they were worthy of pulling one goal back and then, you know, they pulled a second one back. Uh, what was it, three, three minutes later or something? So, you know, at that point in the game, we hadn't, we hadn't justified, uh, you know, staying ahead. We didn't come out and dictate the second half. We came out and, uh, you know, we, we praised the team the other day for, for not stopping and epitomising that early audio clip. Uh, they came out that that second half they they had stopped they were still in having a cup of tea at half time and Aberdeen had obviously come out you know their their positions are a wee bit perilous as well because they're outside the top six at the moment so they're they're on the verge of getting their manager the sack if they don't get up the the table Um, see I I was slightly see I thought we did come out in the second half and just thought it was going to be just more of the same but I think Stephen Glass did it I think Posse didn't really change 
he, he kept I mean, Jota then McCrory started playing really well um, yeah McCrory was uh, sweeping up a lot of the Ferguson bags. started moving in different positions and I, I was well actually for the first time in a while I was really going nuts at the screen I was like come on come on Celtic like why not we just go 4-2 four, four, put another guy in the middle of the park because I just thought suddenly we just looked Again, O'Reilly's got all the products, but I kind of thought he disappeared. Hatati sort of looked a bit laboured. Maeda kind of wasn't, well, the ball wasn't sticking. So, I mean, we've got to give them plaudits, and I get we're top of the league, but you're looking for a Celtic team to say, and it, it just didn't seem to happen. And we, we were going back the way. And, and the, the point was that Glasses changes, it can't, in my head, replicated in other teams you know other teams can do the exact same thing against it it wasn't that difficult you just put McGrory out in Jota and uh, your man Kennedy come on and started playing a bit better and then they started looking for free kicks from about our area and the minute they started getting free kicks from about the area you were like oh man like this is tough watch and that can be replicated I'm going to say again by anybody so man be watching that it's basic Stuff though it wasn't, it wasn't intricate play, um, you know, on the outside no, of the box. Doesn't need get to be, but get, get it in, or um, don't even get it in. Just, just take a foul. Just, just hold the ball up, move it along. Aberdeen weren't even that pretty good at it. I mean, your man Kennedy, Johnny Hayes was trying. Johnny Hayes had a great, and we're going to talk with Johnny Hayes as well. But I just thought, geez, if Aberdeen had just screwed it up a wee bit better, they could have took us last night. I don't like that. I don't like that. But yeah, but I think success in top flight sport is often about getting your decision making correct at the right time. Mm-hmm. So we've gone two 0 ahead. We're going at half time. If we make changes anticipating um, what Aberdeen are going to throw at us next. You know, every, the team comes out with James McCarthy on, for example. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "Why? Why is McCarthy come on? Just keep the same team that was that was winning. You know, keep stick with the winning formula." So, I think um, it's hard to second guess what the opposition are doing. Um, and you know, fair play. Once they the it was clear what they were doing. Did we make a change? No, we didn't. No. Didn't really make a change until late on in the game yesterday. Um, you know, we just tried to, you know, do what we'd been doing again in the first half. And yeah, you, you can argue we were we were lucky. And yeah, that it's not... worrying when when your team can quickly get undone by two quick goals. That you know, the first one was I was quite impressed with the first one. I just thought, oh, what is going on here? And then I was like, oh no, where's this? Where's Ramirez okay. popped up from? Because it was some run he's done to come back and then, you know, still get a okay, nice so, on the ball. But but you have to look at the goal, but you have to look at the goal. Johnny Hayes is standing beside him. We've not got a player out there to, to, to mark Johnny Hayes. If he takes a touch, he gets passed out. So Johnny Hayes has got a free shot and goal. Our Celtic players are defending maybe five yards from our box. Joe Hart might as well just be sitting in the stand for as much use as he has in these... these Lee, Lee, uh, sorry, Taylor's at the back and he just moves and I don't think I've watched that a few times now I don't think anybody has been given the role to look after their striker because I just don't think like, 
Like I say to her, Sophie, I'm say it again, Sophie hit the penalty box. She goes nuts at me. I go, oh, shit, it's penalty box, penalty box, penalty box, penalty box. Same with Joshy. Hit the penalty box. Everything in football happens at the penalty box. We were so far back there, Hendel. And our, this striker came, their, their, their striker that is pretty useful, came from a, a deep position and was able to run to the, to the penalty box out, unchallenged, unhassled, and a simple ball. Like, surely we have somebody picking up their striker. And it's, I'm going to do role reversal in a minute. Because there's a striker. It's like, it's like letting Henry Larson kind of wander around the pitch. It just, it, it was something wrong, really wrong for me there. I was just like, this is too easy. It was impressive, yes. It's a lovely goal. If Real Madrid had scored it, we'd all be going, oh, fantastic goal, or Liverpool. But for a Celtic point of view, I thought they were too deep. Far too deep. Yeah, the, yeah. Again, I don't know. It's it's tough because uh, you sometimes you you have to credit the opposition, and sometimes you have to say it's bad defending. Was the starting position? It's too deep. Long, for me. Possibly, yeah. But was that because Aberdeen pushed up and held a high position because they knew they were going to drop it back in this massive hole that they created? Um, you know, and if they just. He sold us a dummy and we've completely fallen for it. Um, would be the first thing. Why Why are they dictating the line and not us? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing would be then, you know, once that uh, player Ramirez does start to make his, his move, Somebody has to go there's a communication breakdown that no one follows him because if it's man for man, someone should be holding on to his shirt. Uh, and if it's zonal, then who's who's covering the edge of the box? You know, so nobody. Way the the marking was supposed to be done, you, you can you can say it's it's failed. But I'm probably still slightly more in the camp of it was a really creative free kick, and it was just really good movement from the striker to to deceive the the defence. Hattie, I think it's Hattie made. I think it's Hattie and Taylor. He's between the both of them, so maybe there's a communication breakdown. But yeah, so that's that's my first. I mean, I don't usually mourn it, but I don't. I'm not mourning. I'm just looking at it critically and thinking, well, what would a top defence do? And even when the ball's coming, even when the ball's coming towards them, like we are not out quick enough. We're very very static. Ah, we've just been, we've been completely just, caught out. Yeah, but that's after. So then the second goal. So the second goal is really annoying me. And the reason why the second goal really annoys me is Ferguson scored a replica goal against us. Yeah, in October. The same goal, near enough. Now, who's on Ferguson? Taylor. Like, I I think Taylor's a great football player, but I don't think he's looking particularly mobile. I don't think he's looking like he's, like he's got a spring step. He's, he's definitely running through injuries to play for Celtic, which is admirable. But I don't... We All our big players are at the back post, marking their guys. But the, the main number one threat on that board in their dressing room should have been Ferguson Header. And he was playing better and better and better. And I, I'm just saying to myself, why wouldn't you put somebody on Ferguson, a proper defender? And that for me is just. Anne said we'd been playing really well with the free kicks. I just went, ah, oh, guys, come on, got to be better than that, you know. It's, I mean, we can give Carter Vickers all the plaudits, 
and that's great. But for me, I don't think anybody really wins a header, and I think it goes back to Joe Hart as well. Like Joe Hart, if he's a bit more commanding, he pushes everybody out of his way. Get the road, I'm getting this ball. And the first goal, you're not ham- camped in your your line, and the second goal actually, we're we're, we're not as camped in our line as much. But it just does. It just seems as if we're hoping that they don't score against us, or we're hoping that something happens instead yeah. of just going and getting it, going and meeting it. You know. I think, I think there is merit still, um, in the argument that we are weaker at set pieces than we should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think open play we seem to have, uh, you know, a, a pretty tight defensive unit we're quick we're you know seem to read things well uh open play and i can't really think of many goals scored against us where it's been an an absolute howler from open play but i can definitely think about conceded and they seem to be you know relatively straightforward scenarios yeah you know nothing overly complicated being thrown at you just you know, a ball from a wide area into I mean, the box. There's Lewis Ferguson. There's Lewis Ferguson. Now somebody go and sort him out. That I mean, that's basically it. He scored five times against us. Lewis Ferguson. He's a big lad. He ran to the front poster unchallenged. Taylor just kind of watched him go. I just the reason why I'm going over this and the reason why we're on this podcast is we have to have a look at it balanced now. If a team goes into your the twelve games that we're talking about plus a European game, if I'm Livingston, I'm licking my lips because all I'm doing is setting the team up to get free kicks to the edge of the area. All our goals come from crosses against us in the SPFL, all of them, and it's 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 not good because it, it could. I mean, in another night, I mean, I thought Jota's goal was phenomenal. I don't I don't buy the offside stuff. I don't want to buy it. But Rangers are getting penalty kicks and all sorts of stuff. We really need to be just a bit more switched on. And I think, it, it, as you said, it's simple enough stuff. But it, it should be at this stage that they're playing, they're playing as a defensive unit, which they've all played together. We should be in a stage to, to, to deal with them better. I'm not yeah. nitpicking, I don't think. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's fair because set-piece defending... You know, is it's a little bit of a gimme because you know the ref blows his whistle, someone places the ball, and you know you get time to set yourself yeah. up and figure out what the opposition is going to do. Um, as I say, it's not like an open play when you know bodies are flying forward, the ball's moving at pace, and you have to react. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe our defenders prefer not having time to think, and uh, you know, just are, are more instinctive. Maybe when it's set plays, they just get confused and the pressure gets to them, and they don't know what to do, so just do nothing. Well, it looks, the looks a bit of fear. It does look a bit of fear in there. I'm not gonna. And it, yeah, so that, that's my my big sort of takeaway from Aberdeen. I thought Jota then when he when he when he transferred over away from McCrory and got that goal, that was lovely. But I still thought I wasn't panicking the last ten minutes, but. I just thought if Aberdeen had managed it a bit better, like uh, Johnny Hayes took us mad shot and your man took another mad shot, if they just played out for free kicks, we were in real trouble. Real yeah. trouble, because I just don't think we've figured that out yet, and it's February, and that's, that's a worry for me. Uh, Julie, when Danny texts me saying, Julian, we take Julian back, and Julian would deal with that. But he would give you something different. 
Uh, and I just thought last night, Postecoglou talked about as well as this a bit more composure, a bit more sort of. Uh, and I noticed that from Jota as well, or Abada, who was just they were quick flicking those crosses across the ball, across the goal at seventy odd minutes. Whereas actually a wee bit of Kenny Composure would have done us the world of good. Do you know what I mean? We could have still got a cross in, but we were flicking it too quickly, and everything was getting rushed back down to our side. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think possibly I think I think he said it was learning for like people at O'Reilly and stuff like that because it it the second half just didn't happen. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I I I still think Johnny Hayes should be playing for Celtic. By the way, how fit is that man? He chased. Very, very fast and fit. Oh, jeez. He chased Geo back at the end. But, uh, and I'd have uh, Jackie Marcus and my team every single minute of the last 12 games. I don't care. When he came on, there's this header from the corner. Celtic, so Aberdeen got a corner, and somebody heads out, and everybody thinks it's Carter Vickers, and it ain't. It's Jackie Marcus heads it out. He was only one under pressure could head the ball. I just thought he was much better. He got free kicks. He was bamming up the Aberdeen players. Yeah, the I like that. The just... he had earlier on for us, he came on and had an impact, and it was kind of breaking up the game a little bit and slowing it down and winning free kicks. Uh, and then he got some starts and you know kind of looked like he hadn't played football before, and then had that awful penalty. I think it was against Livingston. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then got injured again, but yeah, he seems to be. Uh, yeah, he's having an impact. I don't know. I don't know how many goals he'll get for us, but he's certainly, you know, having a an impact in terms of a, a nuisance factor when he comes on the the pitch. Um, see, see, I would call it. Yeah, okay. So we had a discussion before about. Well, we need to have a, a top striker because we don't. Well, you guys were saying that a Jota. And, Abada and stuff like that are not strikers but if they're scoring the goals and coming in through wing play your, your middle of the park striker can play a different role you know he doesn't really need to be he doesn't need to be all conquering swashbuckling football player that can score goals like a kind of Gleish what he's there to do is he's there to create space for others pull other people around and allow us to get to these positions so again it's 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 a team game. He seems like a great team player, but I was much happier when he came on the pitch. I thought Medea had run his race and he was giving up too easy some of his shots. I just like him. I just think we need to show that type of character to go over the I line. Think, I'm not I slagging like, Medea off at all. I'm just saying that in that sort of Aberdeen game, you want somebody to come on with a couple of headers and start. But I think this, this might sound like crazy talk, but... Yeah. I think Gio Marcus um, playing with Maeda w- would bring out more Maeda because, yeah. you know, Jack and Marcus could be winning the flick-ons, holding the ball up and, you know, releasing Maeda through. It's kind of, it's it's not really working like that for him at the moment. He seems to be... His, his impact, I feel, is not not as good as it could be. Who are we talking um, about? Who are you talking about? So, whose impact like, is not good enough? Maeda. Maeda, um, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm saying if like if he had someone like a Jackamacus actually playing up front with him, you know, in like a, a traditional front two. Yes. Yeah. You know, Jackamacus doing the the, the dirtier work. Uh, 
you know, winning the high balls, the flick-ons, etc., and, yeah. and leave Maeda to, to run through and do the running that he's obviously capable of doing. He looks fast, he looks strong. Yeah, but he looks great. But that, that's one of my things, like I said, we should just go to 4-4-2 in this game. Get another midfield player in here, sort out Lewis Ferguson, give McGregor a bit more room to play. Don't rely on our wingers, bring Jota back. I thought Jota was going to get sent off at one stage. I think he was getting a bit sort of annoyed. And just play a bit more orthodox football just to get us through. I mean, because we're such a bright team and we're moving the ball. But I think when the energy goes out, you've just got to not grind that result. You've just got to maybe just say, right, let's just be a bit more... Less, less, not less cavalier. Just a bit more soul in the middle of the park. That, yeah, that's I my view. Because Scott yeah, Brown was getting, Scott Brown was all over it, and he was getting more. He shouldn't be at his age, looking better in the second half against a game against us. If, if we've got aspirations to be the best team in the country, you know, playing against Aberdeen uh, with Scott Brown in the middle of the pitch still. Um, no disrespect, which automatically means I'm now going to disrespect him. You know, <laughs> cliche. He, should, he, he shouldn't be getting near us. No, he wasn't, but and then he did, which is kind of yeah. mad. Uh, so, like, I'm not being. Yeah, what what we're trying to do is we're trying to analyse it, and uh, I don't think the Jota goal was any. I think that Bates person's a bit funny. He kind of runs into people all the time and blocks people, and I don't know if he kind of knows where he is in the box most of the time, or he's trying to he's trying to get some sort of free kick against Celtic. But Jota's goal was brilliant. A day about a, a bit a day that was that good last night, but he can't be good all the time. But I just think we could be a wee bit more flexible. I mean, I can't get everything I want with Celtic because Angie's brilliant, but. Uh, those sort of games, I don't like the fact that it's just like just get a cross on against Celtic and get a goal. Jeez, that's it's tough. It's tough watching it. It's just, it, it, yeah. But maybe Julian coming back for the last sixteen games of the season or whatever might be nice, a nice option, you know, because he gets the ball, he gets the headers, he's got a bit of experience about him in the league. He's yeah, an experienced player. Maybe a bit to be done, you know. Uh, the root cause why are the balls getting in easily in the first place as well um, you know well, defending the, you know the, the first line of defence should be blocking the cross and the second line should be you know the defenders clearing the ball if it does make it in yeah. um, you know doing everything we can to make sure the crosses aren't getting in so I mean that Ramirez goal you would have to say absolutely not there's no one near the ball when it's kicked and there's nowhere near the ball when Ramirez strikes I'm it I'm standing watching uh, you know so maybe there's a bit has to be done on that around how we shape up when we've not got the ball and if people are heading into a wide position how how we address that and make sure they're not getting a good ball in uh, but if they do that everyone's clear where where they go but all in, I mean, all in all it's great but I mean it's a great it's a great win I mean I'm not even watching I don't even bother the Rangers anymore it's good because, um, you know if we have a few defensive errors it'll be good for the, the jungle drums to start beating for John Kennedy as a rubbish defensive coach and Gavin <laughs> Strack should never be at Celtic because that always has just amused me so much so I, I'm if we get yeah. a bit of that, that's that's always good. Get Stephen on, get Stephen on at the weekend, and he'll just watch John Kennedy doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, John Kennedy. But the fact of the matter is that if you want to win a title, you've got to get these things right. Just we've got it because they're not, they're not, they're going to get everything. I mean, even Hibs got a penalty shout. Sean Maloney was talking about it. Sean, so 
Sean's such a lovely lad. He's going to he's getting torched. But Sean's uh, was talking about the penalty kick. Then he didn't even get shown in sports scene. You can't even see the penalty kick. The Rangers uh, Rangers uh, Rangers should have got against or for him. Hibs should have got against Rangers. Didn't even show it. I'm like, oh lads. So they're gonna they're gonna and Morelos. The point about Morelos is Morelos is guaranteed contract signing year. So Morelos is going to start digging up trees now. That's exactly what's happening. Morelos is tweeting his goals now, which he never did before. So they're going to be on it. So we just have to make sure that that sort of sloppiness just doesn't come in. And I still think Joe Hart's got a big point, a big part to play. I think he just needs to get him, get him some hypnotise him, just like get out, get, out, get out and start punching balls. You know what I mean? Just yeah. get that. Get rid and of the ball. End of the season, Joe Hart should be one of the the players that is stepping up a bit more. You know, he has been there and done it with Man City through a, a you know a very pressurised environment. He he should be one of the players that turns up. Yeah. You know, from until the end of the season and really makes it count. But it not, not only saves, not only saves, but just demanding more in his box. You know, because. Both Rangers, act, both Rangers and Celtic are the exact same. Actually, it's both Rangers and Celtic have got goalkeepers that don't come out. Like, they just don't come out. McGregor doesn't come out. Doesn't try. Well, he does. He does come out. He, he does come out, but he comes. He comes out. He kicks everybody in the stadium. He's out for the The minute he comes out, the referees are looking at the stand, closing their eyes. <laughs> McGregor's. Starving folk, you know that. So anyway, well, we'll call that a day. That, that was good. I don't think you totally agree with all my views, but I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. You know what I mean, uh, I just, uh, I just, it's so exciting and it's great. I loved, I loved Wednesday night. I loved it. I was brilliant. I was buzzing after it. It's a great win. A great win. A tough venue to go to. All that sort of cliche nonsense, but. I think if Johnny Hayes and the rest of them had them a bit more switched on, Stephen Glass hadn't. I mean, Stephen Glass, he's t- apparently his teams are no turn up in the first half. Like, this happens. I was listening to Willie Miller and he's like, this happens all the time. They, they don't turn up. He's toast as well. Like, you just got to get, yeah. gotta get, you gotta get it sorted out. You know what I mean? They should have been straight. Aberdeen let us away. They let us away with one, didn't they? But they let us away. It's the first half we were strolling that game. Yeah, even... I mean, a few weeks ago they were bossing Rangers, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's one to all, Hendo, one to all. Well, uh, that's, well, that's, that's half an hour of your, your lovely time, Hendo. We get to another great tennis game last night for, uh, tonight for Young Polly. I'm getting better at old tennis. Happy out. Did I tell you, did I, tell you I booked a tennis weekend away with the boys? Did I tell you that? No. <sighs> Where do people go to tennis weekend? Go to, go to Portugal. Go to. Uh, they call it Quinto de Lago. There's a tennis place there. And then I'm going to go work on my backhand. Work on my backhand. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm getting uh, Castro gear for the whole... I'm going to wear Castro tennis gear the whole... Is it Castro? I think, I think I'm, I've actually got it on just now. I've actually got it on now. I've got... A, is it ACM or something like that? AM, what was it? Was it Andy Murray Castro? A, AMC. I've got... I've got actually... Do a Celtic podcast with a Castro top one. Yeah, he's been in town in Glasgow. Is that? We'll see if you can. The, well, I'll be back in. I'll be back in Easter. I'll see if I can get some cheeky clothes down. <laughs> I love it. And you're doing well. Like, you, you, what? Quintessential gear. 
I kind of love that. It's really nice. Really comfortable. But anyway, so what's the weekend? Is it Livingston, is it? What's the next game? Uh, weekend is cup tie. Oh, aye. Rangers have got, like, an athletic... An athletic boss came out today and said Rangers should be devastated if they don't beat us 5 nothing or something like Like, a nice one, mate. Nice mind games. <laughs> nice, nice. Who do we have? Rafe Rovers or Falkirk or something like Yeah, that, we're at home. Wraith Rovers on the I think it's Sunday at four. Mm. Mm. Maybe I'd, I'd meet, I've made my views very clear about the Scottish Cup. I don't care about it at all. I'd rather rest all our players, get them fit. Because yeah. Well then we've start? got uh, Bodo Glim on the Thursday. Yeah, apparently they've sold all our good players, but. Over their, their, their winter season Because I was listening to the Norwegian correspondent Lars About it and he's saying no, They've sold their best players so they really should just be a bit They're not going to be as good as they were When they got their position In the league to get to The Intertoto Conference Cup So hopefully that should be a better game For us, I'm really looking forward to that Would you get a, would you get a ticket for that in your season book? Yeah Well uh, I, I, I pay for it Yeah to pay. How much is it? Twenty six euros? Or is it more than that now? Was it? I think it was thirty. Be good, buddy. European tickets, in fairness to the club, haven't gone up that much. Yeah, good, good. You have to. Although yeah. for people going on that Rangers game, they were charging I think fifty quid a ticket. The general sale, so. Full house. Anyway, it's going to be good fun. So maybe I think Betty's Betty's off next week. So we could get the Brian George Bridges back. Get him in. Get him in. I think Dan Devaney called him out on Tuesday. He texts me about five o'clock in the morning saying, oh, I'll be back, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, anyway, fantastic. Thanks everybody for listening. People are listening. It's getting people are just listening away, it's magic. And uh thanks Hendel for this. Nice wee thirty minutes. You were di- I knew you were dying to talk more about Celtic. I could see it in your I could see it in your your eyes last week. Last I got short drift at home, so this is it. This is the only avenue. I got uh, I got into trouble for t- tacking off your lens. I think you said hail hail or something, and I cut it. So do you want to give it? Do you want to give it? Or come on the hoops. Do you want to give it to finishes there? Go and do it again. I never heard that one. Go. Come on the hoops. Cheers, boys. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.